Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the New Mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters, the Temptress Witch, Miss Ivy, the Senior Official Ref, Amy Veronica, OG Will Denardo, and the Executive, Mr. Nelio Cuomo Costa. Talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio. I'm your host, Ted. I got OG, I got Ivy, I got Amy. We are all here in Nashville. We're recording as much content as we can for you. We're bulk recording right now because we're just so freaking happy to all be together. Uh, we've had some real bonding experiences this weekend, and it's been pretty freaking <laughs> cool. Okay? We've, uh, we've discovered oh all kinds of, of new ways to get, to get attached to each other. So... Uh, <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Grow up! Oh my god. Quit giggling! <laughs> now I gotta edit that out, goddammit. Uh, Alright, so. You had to use the bonding experiences. <laughs> I could have said bondage experiences. <laughs> That's what you said. Oh, oh my god. Uh, well, we're all here, and uh, thanks to the like oh, Nelio's off the rails energy is left in this house right now. Well, listen, I've been trying to fill that role since he, uh, you know, doesn't come around much anymore. Um, yeah, Dad, where are you? Yeah, you went out, mom. He, he's mom. You went oh, out, yeah. Dad. You went out for cigarettes. <laughs> oh he's a very busy man. <laughs> he's coming back one day, I swear. Full disclosure, <laughs> I threatened that to my kids a lot. Jesus. <laughs> She was gonna swallow. I, I don't even smoke. Stop, I'm like, I'm just, stop, I'm just stop. Like, okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. You're about okay. to spill that I, shit. I'm, I'm okay. I'm not paying the cleaning bill for the Airbnb. Me either. So should we start over? Right, no, we're not starting over. Fuck that. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, we're what we're bringing you today. I'll, I'll edit that middle chunk out. Ladies and gentlemen, what we're bringing to you today is we're bringing our personal top five male wrestlers of all time. This is not the Mount Rushmore who we think is the best of all time. It's our favorites, okay? The people that we have enjoyed watching the most. We'll give you a little bit of background on those, but it's not going to be, uh, you know, a huge conversation piece. We're just kind of giving our, uh, a little bit more about us. This is part of our, of our kind of getting to know us uh, line. It's a playlist that you can find on our YouTube channel. Um, and if you're, you're interested in learning more about us, we had a getting to know, like, uh, almost like a newlywed game. You can go and watch all that stuff. And, uh, this is that also that, goes off the rails. That also goes off the rails. Way off the rails. Um, but, but what I will say to you guys is that, um, this is YouTube specific content. So make sure that you tell your friends to make sure to subscribe to the Tiny YouTube. Fans. You know, we have a whole lot of fans. <laughs> we have a whole lot of fans that listen just on the podcast yeah. and on Sportswire. Um, so please, you know, reach out to your fellow fans and make sure they know to come to YouTube for this YouTube specific content. All right, my friends, let's, uh, let's jump in here and, uh, actually I might edit that YouTube specific thing out because I might post these. Yeah. This, this is a little bit easier to post. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. <clears throat> um, so we're going to go around the room and everyone's going to go through their top five customers of all time. You can give a little bit of background. Um, you know, and, and talk about it a little bit, but don't go, you know, hours and hours and hours here. Not no, what do we do if, um, duplicates? Well, I mean, you're giving everybody has a reason why. Yeah, you're giving your reasons for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so, uh, we'll go ladies first, so. Well. Well, shit, yeah. 
I quit. I love how all three of us. You're the most ladylike here. I quit. (laughs) You're you're the only one with dignity left. Yeah, Yeah, no, seriously. (laughs) I mean, I haven't done anything wrong yet. I don't know. Every time you open your mouth, (laughs) (laughs) here we are in Nashville, Tennessee. I played with it. I quit. (laughs) Me too. If I had a dollar for every time someone quit this what? weekend. Yeah! <laughs> Alright, so we'll I should have just I should have just heard send help on me. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna write help me on mine. <laughs> Will, please. The floor is yours. Take it away. Alright, so I went with mostly people that I watched growing up. Mm-hmm. I kinda missed the whole rock and Austin era. Like I kinda start like my number five guy is John Cena. As much as people hate him today, he's still he's still big. I, mean, I, think, John. The hate, I think the hate is a lot less now than it was in like 06. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. you know, but that was the the prime of when I was watching. Yeah. And I mean, heels are always fun to to like, but yep. Cena yep. was still the guy. Yeah. Yep. He's still big match John. That's who he is. Perfect. He always went out there and performed. Perfect. Number four, he just returned. CM Punk. You put a microphone in that guy's hand, and it's absolute gold. Yeah. And he has the ability in ring to work. That he does. But we'll see if he still does. That's oh, wow. that, I'm curious to see if he still does. Mm-hmm. After s- seven years away from actually being in ring, stuff mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. the MMA career that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he got in the ring. Like I, the, I commend him for it. It's, it's a ballsy it's, move. It's, yeah. It's bold move, Cotton. Let's see how that works out for right. you. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, mostly just because of character work and stuff like that, but I love Mick Foley. Mm. He's one of my favorite people just to listen to talk about the wrestling business as well. Mm-hmm. And just anything that they threw at him, he was like, all right, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two, probably, I mean, he's also my second favorite wrestler of all time, but it's Chris Jericho. Mm. Mm. I love his his in-ring work, and again, you put a microphone in that guy's hands. Magic. Absolute magic. And number one, obviously, if you watched our About Us thing, mm. you know it's Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's just been my favorite wrestler since I was a kid. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, let's go to Ref Amy. Ref takes right. book. Yeah. Fire emoji. So mine are like combos of like when I watched... Uh, when I was a kid and then also like today's wrestlers mm. like people I really enjoyed watching mm. so like my number five is Keith Lee mm. because um, back in 16 when I was living in Texas I, I wasn't really I never went to an indie show um, before 16 mm-hmm. um, so one of my first shows that I went to in Dallas Keith Lee was the headliner and mm. I remember him just being so cool like yeah. I went up to him like shook his hand like I, and watching him in the ring and I still get this feeling when I watch him like he just oozes star power yep. and he's definitely going to be WWE champion one day and I really enjoy his matches like when he he could turn a shit promo into a, like a great one like just the way he talks and he enunciates so yeah like I guys that big should not move the way that he exactly, does exactly yeah. like ridiculous. he defies like what he yeah. should be doing in the ring and like like yeah I just always captivated when I watch him whether it be in an indie show or on the main stage mm-hmm. um Next, Johnny Gargano, for a lot of the same reasons as Keith Lee, like, everything the dude does, like, I never thought I could see Johnny Gargano heal, but I think... Yeah, I didn't think... Yeah, it's like, he just, he was, going into NXT, he was like the perfect babyface, the lovable, like, 
guy. And he's just funny. Yeah. Like, Johnny, like, watching him, like, just <laughs> do the, the skits with the away. Oh, my God, I fucking love him. And, and like, on top of that, his in-ring work is... Like, yeah, incredible. Yeah. The matches he had with Ciampa. Oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah. I oh, hope sure. they get to revisit that one last time before, yeah, like... Sticking to the couch. Sticking to the couch. I'm sorry. Uh, the third is Chris Jericho. I think in 20 years' time, he's nice, going to be like nice. considered like the goat. Yeah. Like the, the, this dude has literally been able to been able to reinvent himself. Will you stop talking during my promos, Jesus Christ? We don't we don't have heel Tyler here, so yeah. we, she used her teacher voice. She did use her teacher voice. Did I have a teacher voice? Apparently, it's like mom voice. <laughs> Alright, no, stop the, the whispering. Uh, <laughs> Chris Jericho, I don't think I really need to elaborate. The dude yeah. reinvents himself. Like, mm. like, he just did a death match with Nick Gage. I know. Like, like, I still, like, I think, I feel like I, like, dreamt that. Like, yeah. being a death match person, like, the fact that Nick Gage had a death match with Chris Jericho on TV, like, still blows my mind. Mm. Yeah, um, that, was, that was free to watch. Yeah, like, it, it, like, where he's at now is where it kind of, like, um, what Ric Flair was like in the early 2000s like he still can go but like he's just like sl- just keeps layering his yeah. characters it's great um, Chris Benoit like he was um, I watched a lot as a kid like and he was the one that like anytime I show um, a non-wrestling fan a match I usually show him Angle and um, Benoit and they usually go, dude, that looks like they're actually hitting each other. I'm like, they probably fucking are <laughs> but no, uh, he just he brought a, a sense of legitimacy to um that era of wrestling where there was a lot of like over the top characters and I really mm. love that. And then Eddie, like mm. what can I say about Eddie that yeah. hasn't been already said? Like he is my greatest of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And I would say, uh, I have to say that Benoit would make my list. Yeah. But I can't get over my, yeah, I no, can't no, get over the personal stuff. Yeah. I can't get over what he did and, and him being such a, such a prick. And that's like a block on me. No, you and know, it's but, totally yeah, understandable. But I appreciate, understandable though. But I appreciate his body of work for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. My turn? Your turn. Alright, so number five, I put Orton. Um, I just like, from, like when I was like super into wrestling and like mm-hmm. watched faithfully every week and stuff like that, way back when. Um, Back in the day. I, like, he, you just he love to him. hate him. Like, he's so yeah. good at making you hate him, and yeah. I think that's what made me love him so much. For sure. Um, number uh, four, career, I put Eddie Guerrero, because who doesn't love Eddie? I mean, mm. he, he could, like, just his presence was just, like, something insane. I did add Benoit, but I'm putting that solely on his wrestling career, um, because he, I just think he was, like, an excellent performer. Um, even if you watch some of his stuff, like, prior to his WWE run. Like, yeah. he mm-hmm. did fucking phenomenal. Mm. Um, number two, I put Taker, because it's fucking Taker. How can he not be on the list? Yeah. Um, and number one, of course, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> of course. I just, I love the man. I don't know what to tell you. But he's also fucking crazy. Like, the shit that he puts his body through... It's, it's ridiculous. ...is insane. Like, ha- and, and, like, coming from, like, a medical perspective, like, how is this man not in pieces? Like, <laughs> I mean, he is. It's just... Well, yeah, but I mean, like, literally. Like, how is he not scattered into pieces because of some of the shit that he's done? Yeah, big facts. Big facts. Well, um... <clears throat> I'm the old man in the group. Right? So... Paw Paw. Fuck you. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> that reminds me of 
reminded me of another sound <laughs> that you've been making since we got in the freaking car. <laughs> but plugs. <laughs> um, so, listen, I'm the old man in the group, and so my list is going to be a little bit on the, the older side. Now, that being said, though, um, I do want to clarify, like I started to say about Benoit, he would be on my list, like the shit he and Eddie did in Japan, mm-hmm. right. fucking insane. Yep. Black right? Tiger, Pegasus. Yeah, yeah it was just yeah. absolutely insane. Um, and, and there are some people on your list that like, you guys say their names and I go, fuck, like, maybe they should be on my list. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it's hard for me to... to well, when you only got five spots on your list. Exactly. It's exactly. hard. Um, I also want to say that we can sit here for hours and talk about this, though. Mm-hmm. At, at, at any given time, Ric Flair could take the place of any person on my... Oh, I know. That's the thing. And I would feel comfortable with saying that. But mm-hmm. I love Ric Flair, and I love Taker. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys both had Taker on your list. Uh-huh. And um, I just yeah. feel like if Taker, if Taker hadn't tried to stay in the game as long as he did... He would probably on okay. probably yeah. be on my top five, but I think yeah. he held on too long. And now those memories, it's like Goldberg, you know, like those mm-hmm. memories are now forever etched in my brain. Yeah, you know, yeah, this stuff. yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, my top five, um, starting off in, in NWA and WCW, Sting. Um, Sting just, he always found the perfect way to connect with the audience. Mm-hmm. And even though he, like Ric Flair... Was a, was kind of limited, especially as he got into the '90s and he had had some some nasty injuries over yeah. time. He was kind of limited in what he could do anymore in the ring. Like in the '80s, he was doing all the crazy shit, mm-hmm. you know, um, for the '80s anyway. Yeah. But, um, I mean, but you, you look at like just starting with Surfer Sting, yeah, going to, then going to the Crow, and then when he went to right, yeah, TNA, he like made it work. Yeah, well, and, and that's what I was about to say. Anything they gave him, he, he, he just ran yeah. with. And, and what I was about to say is, you know, we you said, like, Jericho reinvents himself all, all mm-hmm. the time. Well, Sting, think about Sting. Sting has reinvented himself and made those characters last for ten years at a time. One of my favorite things you know? of his is Joker Sting. Yeah. Like, that was just... Yeah, Joker Sting was hilarious. Yeah. Um, it was fantastic. So so Sting is definitely up there. Um, I remember, still remember my very first wrestling show. It was a WCW house show. It was Ric Flair versus Sting versus DDP in the main event for the world title and DDP pants Ric Flair in the ring. So like, he, did, <laughs> he did a roll-up, and we got a full Ric Flair ass shot yeah. in the ring. Interesting. And uh, Amy's like, ooh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Space Mountain. As, Ta- uh, as Taz said on uh, Rampage the other day, we saw full crack. <laughs> so so Sting is definitely up there. Um, my number four, uh, someone that made me fall back in love with tag team wrestling, actually, uh, during his run on SmackDown as part of Los Coreros, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Eddie's singles run and mm-hmm. that's why he gets on my singles run thing but he grabbed my heart uh, as a wrestling fan in the tag team division yeah, when yeah. it was them and the Bashams and like Edge and Ray and they were we, constantly having yeah. those and the world's greatest tag team and they were having those Los Angeles chemistry is like something that you, like, you can't fake that no. yeah. yeah yeah absolutely insanity and um and the whole thing with him and JBL and you know it just it was it was so fantastic <laughs> and to see him and Benoit at the end of Wrestlemania yeah. they both have the titles and like 
Like, talk about moments that grab your heart as a wrestling yep. fan. Yeah. Like, that was one of them. Especially, you know? especially at that time where Vince just wanted to bury anybody who was WCW. Yeah. Right, literally put right, right. Both of the, the top belts on two WCW guys. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. It's one of those moments. That's like, saying something. When yeah. we were talking about the, like, I think we did it off air about the CM Punk. Yeah. Term. Like, it makes it. It, 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 it what... Seeing moments like that make, like, as a worker, like, it all into perspective of what it's worth. Yeah. So, like, watching that with Eddie and Chris, even looking back on it, like, you're just like, that's the moment you shoot for. Like, yeah. those wholesome moments. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, that's me. Uh, <laughs> number three. Um, probably my favorite non-NWO member in WCW, actually. Uh, Jericho. I loved Lionheart Jericho. Mm-hmm. I loved the Jericho. The original list. <laughs> I loved the Jericho security squad oh, when he yeah. was trying to oh when he was God. trying to get Goldberg into a match, <laughs> right? Um, I loved Y2J. I loved his his run as the inaugural um, undisputed champion. Um, Jericho, like you said earlier, reinvents himself consistently and just and his, still at his 52 yeah, 52, 52 yeah. you know he's, he's still putting out people are singing his entrance music to like yeah. in silence oh no it's, it's incredible like his debut on raw mm-hmm. they let him debut against the rock yeah. like yeah yeah fantastic um number two brian danielson yeah um the American Dragon, man. Uh, you know, and I love. He is his, my favorite. I, I loved his work as Daniel Bryan. I'm, yeah, I'm yes. not. I'm not burying the Daniel Bryan bit. I, his body work as a whole is incredible. Yes, but the shit that he did in Ring of Honor, <laughs> holy! It doesn't smoke. hold up because, like, you see him like literally headbutting people, and you're like, "Don't yeah. do that!" Oh no! Yeah. Like oh no! <laughs> yeah! Stop! Like him and um. Nigel McGuinness. Mm-hmm. Oh my fucking god! It's yeah, incredible. it's and, and and I mean he's just he's one of the most incredible workers ever, ever. I mean, yeah, you know, and as as a modern wrestling fan, I don't think there's anybody that can outwork him in the ring. Oh no, agreed. Even at like as he's getting older, like yeah. it just seems like he's he's just solidifying like yeah. his stamina. He's never. He's never gone backwards. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, like, and so many guys, like, and, and I hate to say this because I know he's one of your favorites, but Samoa Joe, right? Yeah. Samoa Joe is still incredible. I'm not, I'm not putting the man down in any way, shape, or form. Okay? But if you look at Samoa Joe from 2006 and you look at Samoa Joe now, I think that Samoa Joe from 2006 yeah, is there's a major difference. Better, I mean, you right? look at the match that he had with Cross and you're like, yeah, he you you see his age. Yeah, like a little bit. yeah, but Brian, you don't. Yeah, he's yeah. learned to work in such a way that you can't tell. And when you take into consideration, I was gonna say, when you take into consideration his injury, yeah, like, yeah. all of the injury, neck yeah. surgery, and everything. like the fact that he came back, but like he's still like improving. Con- and concussions are like, very scary. Yes, yeah. they are. That's just, like, well, I and mean, you're going through it right now. I've gone through it multiple like times. And the, the thing that has something to do with that, like how we talk about Chris Jericho reinventing himself, uh, Daniel Bryan always reinvents his style. Yeah. Because, right, right. like, with the concussion thing, he obviously had to work a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he's got to work style. around it. So he he never takes no for an answer. Yeah. Yep. So yep, it's absolutely. like just because he has a limitation, like that doesn't mean he, he works within that yeah. limit. He like explores like outside the box to figure out a way that he can give you what he would have given you if yeah. he didn't have that limitation. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And he was trained by, in part, my number one, yeah. mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels. You know, Shawn Michaels. Uh, 
I think that Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, is the better worker over Shawn Michaels. Yeah. yeah. Right? I do. I mean, I think, it, it's I, like you're comparing two different eras of yeah, wrestling. Yeah, it's like comparing Babe but, Ruth to like whoever. But hold on, hold on. Because, right because Bret Hart, Bret Hart could have easily been on my list. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's probably number six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bret Hart was able to do more in the ring than Shawn, but Shawn could grab the audience more. Yeah. 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 Bryan Danielson. Has both. Mm-hmm. He can do so much in the ring, but he has everyone sitting on the edge of their seat the whole time. Mm-hmm. But Sean was the first one to really have the best of both worlds. Yeah, because if you he, look at everyone up until that time, yep. you had Harley Race, you had Ric Flair, mm-hmm. you had um, you had uh, Hogan, Hogan, you yeah. had Macho. Right, those guys had it, and Macho was the closest one to Sean. Yeah, Macho had people sitting on the edge of his seat, but he could still do amazing things in the ring. Look at look at look at Savage Steamboat, right? But but Sean had just a little more, yeah. And he could he could he and he connected with the audience a little more. Like Macho got stale, Sean never got stale. And the thing the thing I love about Sean is that he could do it from both sides, face mm-hmm. and yeah, yes. yes, like yes. just. Yeah. No, like, no matter what the circumstance my, was, my, one of my favorite uh, Michaels things was when he was back in Montreal on Raw mm-hmm. and oh, kept yeah. playing Bret Hart's entrance mm-hmm. just to screw with them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Craziness. Craziness. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. It's just, oh, well, friends, tell yeah, us. We can sit here for hours and just talk about yeah. this stuff. Yeah, yeah, for real. We want to record so much more stuff. For real. Well, I'll tell you what, friends. Tell us who your top five is in the comments below. Or hit us up on social media, at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And make sure that you like, comment, share, subscribe. Send Ref Amy a message on Twitter. She replies to all the DMs. Unless it's no dick, dick pics. pics. <laughs> Just know I'm saving those. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> all right, my friends. Thank you so much for watching. We will catch you next time here on Rewind Wrestling Radio.